Hello and welcome back. I'm Truth. I'm Nishat. And welcome to episode three of No Good Choices. Yes, welcome back. We're happy to have you. For a third time, why are you here? What are you doing? Are you possessed by a djinn? Are you being threatened by us at this moment? If so. Get help, I guess? I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. So in this episode, Mm -hmm. what do we have today? In order to tell you what this episode is going to be, I'm going to read you the text message that Truth sent me on what she wanted this episode to be because it took me a while to figure out what she meant. Actually, no, I'm lying. I knew immediately what she meant, but I feel like other people, I'm just going to read it. She says, OMG, can we (laughs) take that out and do the quirky pic space? (laughs) I think I made POC, but autocorrect. Oh my god, did you really? Oh. Yes. Oh. Oops. I don't know what you thought from that first message. Wait, what did you mean? I don't know what you thought. Quirky POCs. Because we don't see that a lot in media. I mean, basically us in media. Okay, I'm not ready to talk about quirky people. Oh god, I'm afraid now of what you've prepared. (laughs) Because I thought when you said quirky pic space, I, my mind just went to Instagram because people are weird on there and it's also like full of pictures and it's like a space where you share oh, pictures. <laughs> oh shit. I love how you just went with that as a topic. Wait, no, but okay, but you didn't, did you not read my response to that text? I said, what's quirky pic space? You mean Instagram? Question mark. Oh my god. And you just went with it. That's what that meant. Okay, wait, but which topic should we do? Oh god. Let's do both. Okay, honestly. We could do quirky pics. Okay, no, no, but my thesis statement for this episode was <laughs> to talk about... Thesis statement. Um, how... That's that Virgo cusp. Yes. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, my, <laughs> my thesis <laughs> for this episode was to talk about how toxic... Uh, social media can be blah 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 you know but the fact that like it doesn't always have to be toxic like if you find social media toxic you're allowing toxic people to influence you but if you choose influencers who are positive um and who are real and actually want to invoke change in some way i don't think it it is a toxic space clap it out putting on a t-shirt I totally endorse that. It can be very empowering. Especially, so, I'm plus size. I know you can't see my body, but... (laughs) It's thick! (laughs) So, yeah, of course, I grew up with shitty self-esteem because people... It wasn't cool when I was in elementary school or even throughout high school to be thick. Right now, I feel like people want to be thick. And it's, Mm -hmm. like, the in-body type. And so, Mm -hmm. yeah, like, Mm -hmm. Instagram can be toxic if you're only following thin-centric folks and not real people who like reflect real bodies yeah that's toxic Mm -hmm. but three years ago or four years ago five years ago i don't know how long it's been time is a man-made concept i started to follow all these plus size influencers and yeah it affected my Mm -hmm. body image and confidence I grew more confident because I saw Mm -hmm. other women who look like me rock all these styles and just kind of live life. So yeah, representation matters. And that's my thesis statement. Representation matters. Yeah. And I think that we all need to come to Jesus moment about like what we really want to use social media for. Do we just want to follow like the popular people of whom we don't know who they are and where they came from and what their lives are and have no relatability whatsoever? 
Or do we actually want to socialize, find a community of like-minded people and support each other? Because in an ideal world, I would want the latter. And if you're in that situation where you're scrolling through your feed and you're like, what's up with all these white people? We're we're, going to fix you. (laughs) Unless that's what you want to surround yourselves with. If you are listening and you are white. Actually, I don't know where I was going with that statement. No, diversity matters. (laughs) (laughs) Are we editing this This is not the space for that. We cannot. Let's just keep it real. Let's tie in with what you originally intended this episode to be and talk about quirky people of color because I feel like people of color almost don't get to be quirky or we to don't. be something other than what they're stereotyped to be. For example, one of my really good friends, Tia Marie, she is a hardcore punk, but she's also Latina. And like for most of her life, she struggled with having her Latinx card quote-unquote invalidated because she is more into like alternative culture rather than latinx culture and i'm sure Mm -hmm. a lot of other immigrants Mm -hmm. face a situation where you're strapping two cultures and societies and it's almost like trying to be one of them invalidates the other even though humans have the capacity to be both we're all multi-dimensional people just because we're super into this one thing doesn't mean we can't be into this other thing right and i do not want to be labeled like a multi-personality disruptive person who can't decide who she wants Mm -hmm. to be or who is leaving the community somehow i don't know for being anything other than the stereotype portrayed so like i was just thinking to myself why is it that, you know, there still isn't a wide acceptance of being like this, you know? Uh, for myself, there's obviously the way that I talk, which garners a lot of stares from other Black people. <laughs> I don't know why. I, I think at this point, it doesn't sound separate from myself or, or in any, like, you know, better than you kind of way but it's just the way that I speak I enjoy it very much and then also the fact that I'm a crossfitter I I avidly gladly eat my salads and keep it moving and live a very active lifestyle so there's also that I don't know I, I just feel like the media is perpetuating certain stereotypes and we haven't left that box yet and it's creating like a stop gap for us to make progress as a community and i think that we can only gain from having more representation in these spaces and creating more diverse subcultures people that look like us exactly you said it so much better than i did <laughs> oh you understood all I that did. i was like yes this is what i was trying to say in my thesis statement you brought both our thesis statements together. From quirky pics to what I actually meant, quirky POC, <laughs> we somehow came together in the center of that spectrum. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a lot to cover in 30 minutes, but it's important to try. Yeah. And we'll have other opportunities to bring you to Jesus. The way of life is often a cycle, so we'll still find ourselves coming to the same topics of, I hate my job, living in New York sucks, but I'm still here. And also, where's the representation? It surely is not in anything that we're currently consuming, but I think we're getting there. I think Gen Z, that's, that's the one after us, right? Gen Z. 
they give me a lot of hope. Those children, yeah, they yes. give me a lot of hope because I see them. I'm talking about them as though they're an experiment, but I see a lot of them kind of moving away from labels (laughs) (laughs) and away from just all these societal norms. And it gives me a lot of hope. And I really, really hope, I pray, that they don't let the older generations crush their spirits and force them to conform Mm -hmm. because I really do think that's what... Mm-hmm. we need as a society to progress beyond machismo anti-feminism people's rights in general all the bad things in life i just wanted us to like share because we're two people like uh we're intersectional but then also there are other people we follow that you know could be a good moment to explore somebody else who isn't of the same identity and then, you know, join together on that. I love sharing is caring and I love talking to people and following people and their lives and gaining a new perspective. So Mm -hmm. I just wanted to share that with our audience. Yeah, and I'm here for it. Quirky pig space, let's go. (laughs) Let's go. I'm actually now going to exclusively- Quietly mortified. I'm going to exclusively refer to Instagram as the quirky pixels. <laughs> um, okay, that how do you want to title this? this episode? Representation in the quirky pixels. <laughs> yeah, representation. Okay. Um, I think first we should kind of talk about like our our personal relationships with Instagram, and I kind of did that when I talked about being um, a plus size person. Do you want to share mm. your social media? <laughs> relationship or your relationship with social media um, some would say some would say that i am apart from all social media entirely i think that i never really this is also from my origins of being in a culty school for my formative years but uh social media is hard for me to get into I'm a mind your own damn business kind of person. I take pictures so that I can look at them rather than sharing it with others. I'm even afraid to post pictures of that time we went to Greece now because I fear that it's too long ago. And now the urge to share it has long since passed. When you first get on social media, you kind of like conform to what other people are doing because you feel self-conscious about what you post. But then you kind of realize like it doesn't matter. It's just a photo on the internet. It's just bits in the ether floating around. Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. So I post whatever I want when I want. I think I do use Instagram pretty often because I travel pretty frequently and a lot of the friends I make, we don't really talk through text because, you know, people's phones change or whatever. But for the most part, their social media handles, Mm -hmm. like their Twitter or their Instagram, stay the same. So I like to stay connected to them. But yeah, I agree. I don't want anyone in my business, so I don't really post too personal, too many personal things, and that might come off as narcissistic because there's only photos of me on my social media, but I just mm-hmm, don't feel mm-hmm. the need to share the other parts of my life with people. Because, like, if you're someone who needs to know, you'll know, and if you're asking, then that means you don't need yeah. to know, and it's as simple as Yeah. That. Oh my gosh. You said it. That's exactly it. The people who know, know. The people who don't know may eventually know, but then maybe not. I don't know. But like, <laughs> it's okay. Matter. It's totally cool. Nothing really matters anyway. Oh my God. In this in this episode, we're also going to explore nihilism. Oh God. 
<laughs> got real deep right at yeah. that. Second. Oh my god! Okay, but you you nearly had an epiphany. You're like, girl, nothing even matters. I was scared. I was like, oh my gosh, is she ascending right in front of me? No, I I think I've I think I've, I really like nihilism because right, like if nothing matters then nothing you do has an impact and that means that anything stupid you've done doesn't really matter. Any kind of embarrassment you've had does not matter. No one cares. So that makes me feel safe. No one cares. <laughs> but we have to really rein in this episode. <laughs> that's so cute. Because it's wrong I don't with know them why that's so and I have cute, to break my it's fast. Adorable. I have to break my fast in 20 minutes. So we have to <laughs> we have to get it together. <laughs> right, not the topic, not yeah, yeah. the topic. So, okay, I guess I'll go first. Um sharing some people that i follow i'm a huge youtube person like i i wake up i just kick up the i paid for youtube premium so i could listen without my eyes being there okay and the ads i hate the ads i it was worth it i'm like wow best purchase my audible subscription youtube premium that's it that's really it we could dedicate a whole other episode to audible honestly (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay, next episode, done. Say no more. But yeah, so I follow one YouTuber slash Instagrammer, I guess, Star Puppy. And she calls herself the resident weirdo. Her, it's in right in her intro, she does like the typical 4C natural hair videos and tells jokes is also like an artist uh sings she's like a very multi-talented person Mm. and she's gorgeous she's also an art uh an actress in georgia but she's so down to earth and friendly and not in this typical jackie ina beauty youtuber sort of way i feel like i have more access Mm -hmm. to her and i'm like wow finally someone i could watch comfortably and kick it with offline you know um and sometimes her weirdness is even weird for me which is saying something because i'm freaking weird i don't deny but still i feel like oh wow i needed this person in this space to talk about this thing you know Mm. just the everyday struggles uh she talks about not liking her hair she talks about toxic relationships she talks about her career struggles anything to do with being in your 20s and not having it figured out i'm like wow wow somebody who is black and gets it yeah and i also think when i choose to follow or consume content from someone i'm also in some form seeking validation and it's really Mm -hmm. nice when you get that validation that you're not alone especially from like a semi-public figure because yeah you can get validation from your friends and from your peers But getting it from someone who seemingly has their life together enough to put out whole forms of content is just so nice. Mm -hmm. I've had a real appreciation for YouTubers like those. Um, Another one is Kelly Stamps. And she treats YouTube and Instagram more like a business for herself, which I totally respect. Mm. It's a job these days. Um, but still, she lets her personality shine. She's not afraid of, you know, not seeing, seeming like the stereotypical black girl like you. She loves K-dramas, K-pop, um, shows a lot of Muji's hauls. It just seems so natural. And 
you know, she's 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 constantly showing this laid back image and it still feels accessible and she still has her life together. This isn't, you know, somebody who's like a lame person. A lot of people relate to her and I just really want more of that. Like even I myself am considering just showing another side of what POC mm-hmm. people can be if they don't fit the mold of what people generally think of yeah. of the group. I, I agree with that. I I think part of why we both did this podcast is sort of that because I think we both come off a certain mm-hmm. way to some folks when we're really another mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. Sounds super mysterious, but it's really not. I think we come off as composed to most people and smart, but we're really just idiots. I think that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Um, but I agree. On on that similar tone, one of my favorite uh, Bengali hijabis or just hijabis period to follow on internet whether it's mm-hmm. youtube or instagram or she has her own podcast called the neighborhood trash gang amazing her name's saima she's from the uk and she's also very similar to me where you know she immigrated from bangladesh or i, I actually don't know if she grew up if she was born in the uk but she's also into anime and k-drama and she's not afraid to like mm-hmm. i watch her actually oh do you really yeah and she's also super into yeah. fashion and like that's just like the trifecta right there and she's not afraid to combine all of them either and it's just so nice to see someone yeah. who doesn't shy away from that I, I feel like we grew up in a time when like anime and nerd culture was frowned upon mm-hmm. even more so for people of color like it's just great to have that validation once again yeah so yeah saima 100 percent is if you're a hijabi listening i would recommend following her she's got great content she does i follow her she's great she also keeps it very real whatever issues she's going through she lets us in on it you know and i feel like a lot of influencers don't like to show that sort of vulnerability but that Mm -hmm. type of vulnerability is really what attracts me personally to them because it makes them more human Mm mm-hmm I'm also someone who is really into horror and super spooky things. And oh god! Uh, growing up, I watched a lot of Miyazaki films, and Howl's Moving Castle is my all-time favorite movie. <laughs> and so when I discovered uh, Christine McConnell, she has like this cooking. She used to have this cooking show on Netflix that was basically like some kind of weird mixture between like a show a cooking show and a DIY show but with a plot like there was like a murder happening in her house anyway she's amazing if you're also into spooky things and you like to cook and you like to make things with your hands she's a great follow Mm -hmm. she's like she's also beautiful (laughs) like I love like watching her face and her mannerisms are very like 1950s asks she has like a very nice soft spoken tone i don't know i think i'm in love with her but that's (laughs) another topic for another another day day. (laughs) in addition to christine mcconnell Mm -hmm. barbie ferreira she's she's okay she's now she's like really famous because she was in um what's that show euphoria but she's like one of the og plus size baddies on instagram like the alternative you know she's gorgeous Uh, i think yeah, like someone who's similar to her um, is uh, Ray Neon, who I think is from Brazil, but she's also a plus size person who doesn't, and she's not the type of, okay, even within the plus size community, there's like what's accepted as a plus size model slash influencer and people who aren't really accepted. Because yes, like when you're plus size, there is like 
an ideal body type for you mm-hmm. right like you're you you're supposed to have thick thighs and a butt but like mm-hmm. no stomach and so that's really not reflecting real bodies right because right if you're gonna have hips and an ass you're gonna have guts and a stomach yeah too. you get the whole package <laughs> Yeah, you got the whole package. And both of them just keep it real. Like, kind of unfiltered, kind of not. It's mm-hmm. nice to to absorb their their daily shenanigans. Yeah, I think that is a good starter pack for anyone who wants to follow people like those, relate to them, and want to see more of those people. Because, like we said, oh, we need more I representation. Have one more. Oh, you do? She's also hijabi, but she's, like, a makeup artist. Her name's Sal. She's, I think she's also Bengali, but her her username is yourgalsal, underscore. Mm-hmm. And if you're tired of basic makeup looks, she's the one to follow because she's so creative. I don't even know where she pulls these looks mm. out of. Like, I want to I wanna see inside her head. I feel like we'd be really good friends with her because sometimes she goes on live. She does mm-hmm. a lot of, like, Instagram live uh like looks mm-hmm. whatever tutorials and yeah i just think like she if, if she wasn't so popular i would want to have her on this podcast oh my gosh now that <laughs> you great. say that i think i know one more person nikki be natural I, oh it, i love yeah girl you better too. not have her apply as your best friend because i was like oh she nigerian oh she like anime <laughs> No, that's me. Perfect. <laughs> but yeah, she's also a great follow. Uh, I don't know if she lives in in London or something. Maybe. I don't know. But she's from the UK and uh, she's also Nigerian. But then like even with her strong ties to her country, she still is like super quirky. She loves anime, mm-hmm. like I said. Um, she does hair tutorials and she still has like that baddie look that will never be me but like (laughs) still we can commiserate while i oogle her from a distance (laughs) but yeah i feel that yeah i have a lot of crushes on the influence the quote-unquote influencers that i've mentioned that might have a lot to do with it (laughs) yeah but that's the next episode i think that would be fun yes exploring our sexuality spicy all for you we're getting all <laughs> Tabasco up in here. Just turning it up a little. We're not some at... Tapatio. Yeah, some Tapatio. You know how it goes. But yeah, I think... I think this is a wrap. Because yeah. it's... The sun is setting. I need to go break my fast. Can- you better eat, girl. You better run. So glad you're breaking your fast. Finally. This girl can forget to eat. That's that Virgo life. Not me, though. That's the, that's the one Virgo characteristic... Well, I mean, I also love to eat. I just, I just get caught up in the clog that is the rat race. Say no more. Say no more. Thank you for joining us. Yes, make good choices. Try to make good choices. Discern the good choice with your own goodwill. Yes. All right. Bye. Bye.